Hello and welcome to the series premiere of Jamifyingness. This is also the season one premiere. And um, along to this podcast, uh, the Jamifyingness podcast, you can listen to Film Talk, which I do with my friend Joanna. So you can go over and check that out where we talk about movies. So today we are reviewing Batman 1989, which is going to start the reviewing all Batman movies, which actually there's also um, the Batman 1966, which I'll do with this one, sort of as a mini review. So, but first let's start off with the video or movie news. So, first of all, Toy Story 4 was the fifth Disney movie this year to hit $1 billion. So, Disney altogether has grossed billions of dollars and it's only August so they still have plenty of time to make even more of course we still have Frozen 2 which will be guaranteed to get over 1 billion since uh, how much of a success the first Frozen was and also there is Star Wars Rise of Skywalker which might even beat out The Force Awakens we'll see so um also in other news Ryan Johnson has been announced to have a Star Wars prequel trilogy, which he is the director of The Last Jedi. So, he has announced that he is not focusing on any famous Star Wars characters, but the franchise itself. So, that will be interesting. We will see if he will succeed or he will not. And if it will be a good movie trilogy, probably won't, based off of how The Last Jedi went and it might but it probably won't so next up oh we also have the john favreau boba fett mandalorian tv show the mandalorian which is on disney plus which sounds really awesome so there's also that and that has wrapped up filming i believe so look forward to that sometime soon and then also um in other news joaquin phoenix announced how he did his Joker laugh, which he based off of a disorder called, I'm trying, I don't entirely remember what it's called. I know it's maniacal laughter or crying. It's, it has to do with laughter or crying, but he based off his Joker laugh off of an actual medical condition that causes you to laugh or cry just spontaneously. So that is very very interesting and so yeah that's pretty much it for today for the news just going over some recent stuff and um yeah so now to go into the next segment we have a movie review so like i said earlier this will be a two like it'll have a bonus sort of with the batman 1966 movie which is a it is an actual theatrical wide theater release movie so it does count so um yeah so batman 1966 this movie is very very interesting i mean you have this movie relies on the campiness of batman entirely this movie is all it's based off of the tv show which you can tell because it definitely does just feel like an extended episode of the Adam West 
Batman TV show, which isn't a problem because it's it is a TV show movie, so it will seem a lot like the TV show or just an extended episode. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about this movie, which is why I'm not really doing an entire episode on it. I mean, you have Adam West uh, as Bruce Wayne, of course. You have Burt Ward as Robin. Not the actor's name, but that's what the Robin's name is. And, you know, you have all of Batman's foes going against him. It's basically just a... Like I said, just basically just an extended episode of the Batman TV show. So, not really that much to say. I mean, it's a good movie, I guess. It definitely does not age well at all. So, you can't really compare it to... You know, you can't compare it to Batman 1989 because they're just from two totally different eras that... You won't find it as entertaining. So, you know, I guess Batman 1966 is a okay movie for what it was going for. You know, the action's fine. All the performances are fine. It's a 60s movie. So, yeah, I'd say I wouldn't say go check it out because you don't really need to. I guess if you really want to, sure, whatever. But, I mean, you don't really have to, so... Yeah, that's basically it for my review. I would give the movie maybe maybe a 7. Maybe a solid 7. Maybe a 7.5. Somewhere in between there. So yeah, that's just it for uh, just that movie because not a whole lot to say. So to go into the second movie of the Batman theatrical release of live action, we have <clears throat> um, Batman 1989. So this is really what the main... This is really what the video is about. So you have uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. And this Tim Burton film is really the first Batman movie that got dark. I mean, you watch it now and it's not that dark. But definitely for its time, it was really dark. Because no other Batman theatrical releases were really dark. You know, they were mostly happy like the... Batman 1966 movie. Um, they There wasn't really a lot for him till then. And so this movie, Batman 1989, was so highly anticipated that it, it just, you know, it, a lot of people went to go see it, which is why it was so, so successful. And it was so anticipated that it did indeed satisfy people which is a big deal because normally with movies that are so anticipated you can't really satisfy it if it gets too high that's what batman versus superman dawn of justice dealt with which we'll get into a review for that in a few weeks but yeah so batman 1989 did live to the hype that it was dealing with and uh the people who had heard about the movie or really as soon as news for the movie had been revealed any type of news people were scrambling to find everything they could which i think is very interesting because i mean it definitely does make sense because you know first batman movie in theaters for many years like 20 
about 25 years almost. So that is a pretty big deal. And so a lot of people were definitely very excited. So let's see here. So, um, <clears throat> so Batman in 1989 actually began production in actually 10 years earlier. It took 10 years to make. 1979 was whenever the film started production, which is a very long time for a film. Normally, production takes about three years, normally, to make a movie, four or three years. So, ten is definitely a lot longer than a normal film. So, the cast here is very good. You have Michael Keaton as Batman, like I said earlier. He is definitely one of the more realistic takes. Christian Bale definitely blew it out of the water with being a realistic man. But Michael Keaton sort of posed as a, um, a realist. Like, he makes sense to go out and dress up as a bat to scare criminals, you know. You have the scene when he's like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. That whole scene where he kind of, you're like, okay, is he is he okay? He might be mentally ill. I'm a little concerned here. Because a man who dressed up like a bat and did that would probably be insane. So that definitely makes a lot of sense. You also have Jack Nicholson as the Joker. And he, for that time, blew it out of the water. Of course, now he's really not... He, he's not seen as great as Heath Ledger because of how great uh, his performance was as the Joker in The Dark Knight. But Jack Nicholson was definitely the best one for his time whenever it came out so that was also a very big deal and so yeah the rest of the cast is pretty good um i mean of course you have prince who did the songs he's not really a part of he's not really an actor but he did the songs for that uh danny elfman did the score which he did a very 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 great job with that i mean you can't get more iconic than that opening theme and I'll talk more about that um, in the five fun facts, which we'll do after this movie review. But, um, yeah, so you have Danny Elfman doing the score. I thought, like I said, I thought that score was very well done. So, um, sort of how I'm going to do these reviews is I'll have, I think, I'll review it maybe by action for movies like this, for these Batman movies. I guess I'll do it by action, maybe world building, characters, slash acting, maybe the villain, maybe the hero, maybe those five categories, if that is, five categories, which I'll count the hero and villain as something different, because they're really the most important parts of the movie, and I count them as different than just the side characters, so I think, I think Alfred did a good job as, or I think the actor for Alfred did a good job, which he Stuck around for all of the movies, I believe. At least I know he was in Batman Returns. But um, none of really the other roles, I think, were, like, fantastic. Or none of the other actors. I mean, I think they all did a good job. It's just none of them, I'm like, except for Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Where I look at them and I'm like, they did a fantastic job. And really no one else. Which I'm not really that big of a fan of Jack Nicholson as the Joker just because I think he's a little too silly which 
I know is how the Joker would be in real life, but I see him more as the Heath Ledger's take on Joker if he was a real world person, which brings me to, I guess I'll start off with world. All right, so like I said, let's start off with world building. So Batman 1989, I think, does a subpar job of world building. I mean, they do a good job of showing people around the city. Like, it has the segments where you have the news shown. But I think, other than that, the movie isn't the greatest in making it feel like it's a real, a real world. You know, like, that could actually happen. Or world built, like, showing what the world of Gotham is like. Visually, yes. And the crimes and stuff, yes. But I just don't think, other than that, that it's the greatest. I mean, it's definitely pretty good. But, I mean, also you have to consider that it's a 1989 film, so it's not going to be the greatest. But I think, you know, I it's subpar. But I think it's pretty good overall. Not as good as it could have been. But I would give the world building for this film, you know, Building the world around Batman, I would give it a 6. Next, let's go into action. So, for sure, the action is the main draw of this film. And I think they did a very good job. I found myself very entertained with the action I mean, you know, like I've been saying, it's not going to be the greatest because it is a 1989 film, once again. But I think for the time, they did a very, very good job. I think that it was definitely ahead of its time in a good way. You have, I believe it's this movie. I may be wrong. I believe it's this one where... The bat cycle comes out of the Batmobile, which I'm not entirely sure if that is this movie. It might be, but um, I, I do think all of the scenes, like with the Batwing and the clock tower fight, I think those are all very, very good. They're very entertaining for sure. You are not bored during these action pieces, and it's not... Um, too good of an action sequence. Like, it's not too big where it's so big that you find yourself not really caring about what's happening to the characters because it is, a, it definitely is a lot of fun. All of the action is very cool. Um, I think the Batwing is really cool. Um, I think, all, I definitely think all of the vehicles are really cool. I think they did a very good job with this. And um, so, yeah, so I would give the action, well, I mean, I guess I can go more into the action. All of the, the cinematography in this film as well is very, very good. I think they did a great job with the cinematography during the action, I mean. And it does get a little silly, but 
I think that the action in this movie is, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, I mean, you know, you're not going to be able to compare it to, like, Marvel movies or anything like that. But, it, it is really good. I, I do like it a lot. So, now actually thinking about it, I don't know if this is the movie where Batman has his Batmobile split into the Bat Cycle. But, still, even if it's not in it. I still think that this is a very... Has, it has really good action, definitely. It's very entertaining in that... In that area. So I would give it... the I would give the action in this, maybe... I'd say... An 8. I think they did a good job. Yeah, I'd give it an 8. So let's go on to the next part, which is... The Hero. So, the hero for this film, Batman, I think was done amazingly. I think that he wasn't too overshadowed by the villain, by the Joker. I think that they both complemented each other. I think Batman did, or Michael Keaton as Batman, I should say, did a very, very good job, definitely. He's definitely one of the best for that. You know, like I was saying earlier, he... You would believe that a guy like this uh, would become Batman, you know. He's um, he's pretty close to being insane and uh, just, just a little insane, you know. But I think um, he, he definitely did a very good job. And if you listen to interviews and stuff, you hear that Keaton did so well for the role partly because of how uncomfortable the costume was because Michael Keaton is actually a bit claustrophobic apparently so you know that helped him kind of overcome his fear and sort of that anger made him more ready for the part you know which you can you can definitely see that shining through so definitely I think that um Michael Keaton did a great job as Batman he has so many different highlights you know also Batman himself the fictional aspect, not just Michael Keaton. He has uh, all of his really cool vehicles, the Batwing, the Batmobile, the Batcave, all of that, you know, the grapple gun. Even the beginning scene with Batman saying, you know, I'm Batman in that slightly deeper voice than his normal one. I think they did a very good job with this. I think, I think they did a good job. And so... Uh, Batman in this, I will give, hmm, what should I give, an 8 or a 9? I'll give him an 8. So with that said, let's go on to the character opposing the hero, the villain. So the villain for this film is sort of where I kind of go against the popular belief. So I watched this for the first time when I was, it was just just a few years ago or so, just a couple years ago, whenever I first watched it. And um, whenever I was watching the Joker as the villain, I mean, I definitely didn't find myself enjoying him as much as Heath Ledger or anywhere close to that. Which, really, nobody can outdo Heath Ledger. But I I do really think that uh, Jack Nicholson did okay as the Joker. 
he definitely made it comic accurate. That is for sure. The Joker would be like that as he's portrayed in the earlier comics, but of course today he's a lot a lot darker. And the Joker is um the idea of him is really dark. Which is what they explored in the Dark Knight, but how he's portrayed in the earlier comics he and in the Adam West TV show, he is very silly. And that's what they did in this movie, which I think was fine. Uh, I was not enjoying really any of the parts where the Joker was in just because it was too silly for me to enjoy. You know, which I know a lot of people like him, and I definitely can understand why. Because he brings that sort of insanity to it. But I just think it's a little too weird. Um, uh, I think he did okay. It's just this is... Is my personal opinion, I don't, I don't enjoy it as much as Heath Ledger or anywhere close, but I think he was the best of his time, for sure. So, I would give Jack Nicholson as the Joker a five, or maybe a five point five. No, no, no. I yeah, yeah, a five. I, I'd give it a five. So let's move on to the next part, which is the supporting characters. So the supporting characters is really where this film is not the greatest. Um, You have Vicki Vale as the love interest, which really, if I were to tell you anything about her, I'd say she is a journalist or something, like a lot of the love interest in superhero movies. And she is a girl, because really it doesn't give us that much information other than that. So I couldn't give you a whole lot about her. I know that Batman likes her. I know that she is taken into the Batcave and never brought up again. Which I also have something on that later, I think. Yeah. And so... um, Actually, I can... So, if, well, the original plan was to not bring Vicky Vale into the Batcave. That was the original plan. And, um, or no, they did bring her into the Batcave. I'm mixing it up with something else, so never mind. So, um, it, I'll tell you about that later, sorry. So, the supporting characters, Alfred, the Commissioner Gordon-type character, Vicky Vale... Um, they're not, they just don't seem like humans, in my opinion. They're really one-dimensional, which was, you know, like I, like I said, it's very typical for this time, so I can't really dog on it too much. But even for its time, I don't think the characters were that interesting, you know. No, we don't really know anything about them except that they are humans and they interfere with the plot in some way. Actually, I don't even think a lot of the characters do much for the plot, except for Vicki Vale, which she is just someone for Batman to rescue. So, yeah, I don't think that the supporting characters in this are the greatest, so I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to give the supporting characters a four. I just don't think that they're that good. They're not that deep. And even for an 80s movie, I feel like it could have been a little bit better. 
So, yeah. So let's move on to the final segment of this uh, review, which will be the story. Alright, so the story for Batman 1989. So, uh, looking at the synopsis here, you have, you know, the classic, the classic symbol, which, uh, not the symbol, the classic opening of the movie where Batman saves the family and he replies to the crook, um, I'm Batman. And, or I believe it's I'm Batman. So, that is definitely great. It doesn't really, uh, doesn't, uh, go into the plot that much, but, um, just thought I'd mention it. So, um, you have the story of the Joker and, um, him just trying to ruin Gotham, really. He's just... He's just a regular villain where, um, well, he, he got his powers in the vat of toxic waste. And, um, you have how the people thought that he, well, Jack Napier, who turned into the Joker, Batman was going to try to stop him, but then he fell into a vat of chemicals because Batman came, but he let go and so Jack fell in and that was not the best decision but um so you have the story which I'm I can't remember the story really at all but uh just looking on it here on my iPad actually just looking at the story um Let's see here. Yeah, I'm not really entirely sure what the what the story is. He's just stopping the Joker, which I think is good enough, you know, for this film. It's not trying to do a whole lot. Not like the Dark Knight, you know. And um, I think that the Joker killing Bruce's parents, a lot of people don't like that. I think it's, I, I, th- I just think it's fine. I mean, I'm not the greatest, I'm not the biggest fan of it at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's fine. Uh, the Joker is putting these gas masks, these gas masks on people. Not really too much of a story here, but, um, you know, with all the events that are happening, I think a lot of the scenes are kind of boring, but the story itself, I think is just fine, you know. It's pretty simple, too simple to why I couldn't remember what it was, but, um, I think the story is good for, uh, you know, for just a 80s Batman movie, almost early 90s. I think just Batman trying to stop the Joker works for the first Batman film in that terrible quadrilogy, so I give the story a 7. I think it's, I think it's good, you know, just Batman stopping the Joker, not anything that the kids aren't able to keep up with, like, the littler kids that saw it. So I think, you know, it's, it's pretty good. All right, so totaling up the scores of the 6 for world building, the 8 for the action, the 8 for the hero, the 5 for the villain, the 4 out of 10 for the supporting characters, and the 7 for the story, 
adding all of those numbers up, you get a 38 and divided by 6, you give or you get a 63% score, which is a little lower than what I was thinking. I was thinking of maybe a 6.9 for the movie, maybe a 7, but um you know, uh I think 6 is a pretty good number for it. Um 6 out of 10. I'm not hating on the movie or anything. I understand it is a classic. It is a it will always be a classic, I think, for many years. But there are just some things that are a little outdated that I'm not a huge fan of. So, and also, you know, it's an 80s movie, so it's not the highest quality. Not, like, how it looks, but quality on the story and everything. Or the other characters, love interest. But, um, you know, for the start, I think that this um, laid the groundwork for what could have been a good quadrilogy. Definitely some promising stuff. So... I guess I'd give the movie overall um, maybe a 6.9 instead of a 6.3. Somewhere in the high 6 range. High 60s. Maybe 70 on the dot. Just something something that's pretty good. You know, I think the movie is it's good. Uh, it's just I grew up with the Dark Knight trilogy. So it's a little different for me watching that movie. So that's this is my opinion, you know. If you have a different opinion, that is fine. I think that a lot of people who do think that this is one of the greatest movies ever, I I can definitely see where they're standing. It definitely has a lot of good moments and stuff in it, a lot of good action. It just shows Batman, it just nails Batman, really, his character. Just uh, couldn't give him a nine just because... Um, there, I mean, there are just some aspects that I don't entirely like, like that he, uh, that he kills, which is not, I don't think that was on purpose. It could have been, but I'm pretty sure that he just dropped him, which is the one reason that, I mean, that he killed. I just don't think that that's okay, because Batman doesn't kill, so... I mean, he didn't do it on purpose, now that I think about it, because I'm pretty sure it was the gargoyle. But I feel like he would have tried to do something to save him. Which is just why it couldn't have been a a little bit higher. But other than that, you know, an 8 for Batman I think is fair. I think they did a very, like I said, a very good job with this. So, um, so... Yeah, so that is my review of Batman 1989. I think it is a I think it's a good movie, you know? I think it's uh I think it's good. I I do like it. So, um So uh tell me your uh, yeah, I guess you can't tell me your thoughts, but you know, um keep discussing movies outside of just this. Um and yeah, so I will move on to the next part, which is um, five fun facts about this movie. Alright, so you heard that song. That means it is time for five fun facts about Batman 1989. I did not include Batman 1966 because even though it was a little part of this review, um, I thought it would be more interesting to do Batman 1989. So... Um, 
let's go over the first one. So number one, Batman was originally going to be called Batman in Outer Space. And by Batman, I mean the title. It was originally going to be called Batman in Outer Space. And it relied on the campiness of him that the 1966 film did. So can you imagine this film not being the classic Tim Burton darkness, which was perfect for it? So, um, next, number two, the movie took 10 years to make, and the production began in 1979. Number three, the end battle in the clock tower was written during shooting. So after they had already started shooting, uh, Batman, they were writing, they were still writing the end battle in the clock tower. Number four, the Joker was originally supposed to kill Vicky Vale. In the final battle, sending Batman into a spiraling rage, which I think would have been better, honestly, because she never appears up anywhere again. And number five, Danny Elfman had only done one other really major film for a score. He'd only done Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which is not the biggest name or the best name to tell DC, you know. Like, DC, you should pick me or I'm going to be a good choice. And they're like, okay, what other movies have you done? So we have a reference, and he's like, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And they're like, okay, I guess that's fine. So he thought he was going to get fired because of his inexperience. And so whenever Tim Burton or one of the guys told him to play the opening or just play some of his music that he had an idea for, Danny was like, all right, so here's my idea for the opening credits. And he played it, and they all loved it. Literally, one of the guys in the room stood up and almost started dancing around. So, he was kept on, which I think is really interesting. That uh, I mean, you know how big he is now. He did Avengers Age of Ultron, which was a really big blockbuster movie. So, he's really moved on to become really big. And it was mostly because of that movie and his success with that. So, that's it for five fun facts about Batman 1989. Alright, so up next, for this next segment, we have... An upcoming movie or TV show thoughts for me. So, I decided for this first episode, I will do, um, since it is a Batman episode, I'll do the upcoming Batman film. So, the, you know, not upcoming, it comes out 2021, summer of 2021. So, we still have two years, but, um, just my thoughts on this. So, I know that this movie has really had a lot of trouble getting off of the ground because of Ben Affleck mostly. He was going to write, direct, and star in the movie, The Big Three. And um, he then decided that he was going to leave. So that really, really... Well, I mean, originally I think he was stepping off as director but was still going to star in it, I think. And then he was like, nope, I'm not going to be in it at all. So see you later, guys. And so now it is directed by Matt Reeves. And for Batman, a very interesting choice. Um, let's see if I can remember his name off the top of my head. I believe his name is... I know he's from Twilight. And he will... I feel like I should know off the top of my head because I have just now heard it. Like, I just saw it earlier this morning. I feel like I should remember, so uh, I apologize. So, let's see. Um, gonna... So, um, while I'm 
looking this up. So, yeah, the Batman 2021 film is supposed to go into the detective side of Batman that they really haven't gone into in the other films. And that's what Matt Reeves said. He said that he is uh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. That is who's going to play Batman. Okay. The Twilight Star, which is interesting. But, uh, all right. So, Matt Reeves said that he's going into the detective side of Batman, which I think maybe might mean the Riddler slash the Penguin, maybe? I know the rumors were going around that Josh Gad was going to play Penguin, and then he had to shut the fans up by being like, no, I'm not, I'm not playing the, I'm not playing Penguin, stop bothering me. So, I think... Was Andy Serkis brought on for the Fat Man? I feel like he was. I'm probably wrong. Or is he? I think he was, but... um, Which, if Andy Serkis is in it, that should be pretty interesting, considering how well he did as um, Ulysses Claw in Black Panther. But, so yeah, the detective side of Batman will show up, which I think it will be very exciting. And this Batman movie is also in that weird category where it's, I don't think it's the Dark Universe, but it's also not the DCEU, so it's in that weird in-between. And so, that'll be interesting, which I think it was a good move, because DC has recently done really well with Aquaman and Shazam, which were solo films, so I think they do best with solo films. So I think it's good that they're doing this for Batman, because even though he was really even though Ben Affleck really nailed it in Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and blew all of our minds, I think it'll be good that he'll be in his own solo film, which I would have loved to see Ben Affleck in a solo Batman film. But I'm definitely, definitely very excited for this Batman film. Robert Pattinson is Batman. I'm skeptical. I know a lot of people like him, but just a guy who's in Twilight, uh, you know, not the most exciting thing to hear. But I, I, I know... Uh, I was blown away by Ben Affleck, so the same could happen with Robert Pattinson, and I hope that the same does happen. I'm excited to see all the new bat vehicles they come up with, all the bat suits that they'll come up with, probably just one. I hope it's not just a recreation of just the exact same suit that Ben Affleck had, because, I mean, I think Robert Pattinson should have a new one, because you have to really match the actor, which sounds weird, but, I mean, Michael Keaton matched... His Batman outfit, it just fit him perfectly. His personality, Christian Bale, his Batman suit fit him perfectly. Ben Affleck, probably the best suit of all of them. That fit him perfectly. So Robert Pattinson should have a new one. Maybe one that's sort of Arkham Knight-ish. Maybe one that's like the new 52-ish. That would be pretty cool. But uh, since Batman is my favorite superhero, I am definitely incredibly excited for this upcoming Batman again not really upcoming two years I can dream but um yeah I I think it'll be awesome I'm excited to hear I'm not gonna try to get my hopes up too much because I know that uh there is a chance that it won't be very good but considering the team that's on it um I think it'll be good and I'm looking forward to it a lot so yeah those are my thoughts on that um I hope that this movie can be one of the, another of the DC, not DCEUs, but another one of the DC's great standalone films. And yeah, I'm excited to see 
the movie. Definitely excited. So those are my thoughts. Oh, you heard that sound. So that means it is time for the quote of the day, which is where I will share an inspiring quote, or it doesn't have to be inspiring, but really any quote. So today we have from Robert Downey Jr. We have his quote is, worrying is like praying for something you don't want to happen, which is very true. You know, if you're worrying, oh man, I might get this really bad grade on a test, or I don't think I studied enough, or um, I don't think tomorrow's going to be a good day. I'm nervous I won't wake up in time because I'm really tired right now. Or I'm nervous I'm going to get hurt on this plane ride. Worrying is really like praying. You know, it's like asking God, can you let this happen? Even though you don't want it to. It is like praying for something that you don't want to happen. That really is worrying because you're dwelling on things that you shouldn't be. Like dwelling on things that are bad instead of the good things. So that is a good quote from Robert Downey Jr. Who I am sad to see leave uh, for the main part. I am sad to see him go and depart from the Marvel Cinematic Universe along with Chris Evans. Sad to see that happen. But, you know, it's good they're moving on. They're not really, uh, what's the word, uh, milking it. They're not milking... The fact that they're there. So I think, yeah, kind of getting a little off track. But that quote of the day, I think is good. Worrying is like praying for something you don't want to happen. So let's go on to the closing. All right, so that is it for the um, first episode of Jamifying This. It was kind of a mess, kind of all over the place. But, um, you know, I think it was pretty good. So just to go over everything... So the Batman 1966 movie, I think I'd give it a 6. Maybe a f- I think I'd give it like a 5. I think it's okay. Not a 7. The original Batman film, Batman 1989, I would give a I'd say maybe a 7 or a yeah, okay, 7. I would give Batman 1989 a 7, not a 6.3. I think that's a little too low. I just I think that is a a good movie. You know, I'm not like, it is great. It's awesome. I, I think it's a good movie. It is good. And so, yeah. Um, also, I'm excited for Batman, the 2021 film. Excited to see what they do with the villain. Um, excited for seeing the detective side of Batman. I have wanted to see that for a long time in a film, not just comics. And so I'm very excited. Um, also, I'm hoping this can lead to a maybe Batman Hush live action film. That would be pretty cool. Or a Batman The Dark Knight Returns live action, which I know Batman vs. Superman kind of did. But an actual Batman The Dark Knight Returns film would be really cool. So, yeah, that's it for this first episode, and I hope you enjoyed. So, I will, um, I don't think I'll be able to post Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, um, on this. Because I am going on vacation, which I know it's not the greatest time to do it right after I start the podcast. I will try if I can get one either Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, which is the decided on days that I think are good, then I will try. But if not, then that's fine. So um, I will see you guys later. Of course, guys being like two people who are listening. So I'm going to press the stop button and here we go.